welcome to the Giraffe Social Media Podcast. It's what social media managers are talking about. I'm Nicole, and today I'm joined by some brilliant members of the Giraffe team. We have social media manager Ellie. Hello. Social media manager Jordan. Hi. And social media assistant Chloe. Hello. So, in today's group chat episode, I'm going to be quizzing the team on all of their social media predictions for 2021 and beyond. So, as we all know, social media can be quite unpredictable, but there are some areas as social media managers we like to think we have a bit of a grasp on, uh, can hopefully help us predict some of the next popular trends on the platforms, which is what we're going to chat about today and see what everybody thinks. Uh, so I just wanted to start off with a prediction that's kind of come true. Uh, I think we've all mentioned it on the podcast before, uh, but it's all around authenticity. And I think everyone's probably really sick of that word by now. Um, but something that was really, really popular last year was the transition from uh, expensive, high budget type content that we saw from influencers and brands uh, to a more sort of homemade driven feel to content, you know, the, the type of videos that have just been made in someone's bedroom or something that is so simple. It, it doesn't scream high budgets or you don't think it was really manufactured. You know, it feels really real. Um, I think that's something that was spoken about a lot last year, particularly with influencers on Instagram. But now on TikTok is just, that's the whole platform, right? I don't know about you guys, but I don't think the celebrities who come in with their sort of crazy um, budgets work as well. And except for Will Smith, maybe, because I know he has some like weird <laughs> TikToks on there that do well. Um, but what do you guys think? Do you think that's a prediction that's come true? Or do you think we're still far off that? Like, what do you guys think? I think it's definitely come true. I like the big TikTok fan that I am now, like, half the time I'm scrolling through and seeing ads that I don't, it takes me a good five seconds to clock that it's an ad because it's been done either by a creator who obviously like, you know, is doing it from their own home or like from a brand who's very sneakily, like just filmed it from the office or like filmed it, you know, one of the staff members is filmed at home. So it's kind of cool. I do like, like it. It's kind of refreshing to see, but at the same time, it does make it harder to kind of clock that it is advertising, which mm. I'm not always a huge fan of, but definitely when it comes to like influencers um, and brands, I guess on a day-to-day posting basis, I think it's really cool to see that. And even with celebrities just kind of posting from home and trying to trying to relate to us is kind of nice <laughs> I mean I wonder if it's COVID that's really pushed this as well right the fact that people are just at home and all these celebrities are at home and, and they've been forced to maybe create some of their own content like maybe that's what's pushed it I think is really interesting but the way that TikTok's algorithm works and just scrolling through the platform you really don't notice if it's an ad which you're right Chloe is it's kind of a bit scary but from our perspective, if we shift into the social media manager point of view, then that's kind of cool <laughs> that you can uh, create these ads that are a little bit less obvious and hopefully, you know, drive conversions. Um, I think it's really cool that TikTok's model for ads, I think their slogan is don't make ads, make TikToks or something like that. Like it's all about making really cool content, which is great. And obviously everyone knows the music on there is just what really drives it. Like 
Sometimes it's not even the ad, it's just the song that they're using. If it's a popular song, I'm probably going to watch it. <laughs> or if it's like, you know, you know the the funny joke that's coming with a particular song that mm-hmm. it will make you find out more. I don't know if you guys find that at all. Yeah, I think music can lead to so many in-jokes on um, on TikTok. Like, a, you know, a certain song will go viral with a certain type of like trend on TikTok and it will bring up songs that, you know, had their day 10, 20 years ago and all of a sudden are popular again. And even new songs as well, like, you know, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Like there are so many that were just propelled into the spotlight from TikTok. I think in the future, TikTok is going to do a lot more collaborations with musicians, be doing maybe like live launches, events and things like that. I think it's definitely obviously seen that that platform does really well with that kind of content with music. Yeah, I think that's a really good point and and something that is only going to get bigger because not only are they working with musicians and making musicians musicians more famous they're also making people on the platform who are just regular folk you know they're also making them into musicians because Addison Ray had a song out recently and she's just a girl who got really popular on TikTok and now she's making music and I think Dixie D'Amelio yeah. yeah 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 she also had a song out so they're also making their own musicians which is really weird Super cool though. I, I, Addison Rae's song is a bop. Like, <laughs> I definitely listen to it. I think I've like started listening to um, like Spotify playlists that it's mm. just music from TikTok. I mean, it's stuck in my head all day anyway. I may as well <laughs> yeah. like pop it on repeat. <laughs> I sometimes think with um, sort of artists' music getting really popular on TikTok, sometimes I think. Do artists now create music so people can make TikToks to it so it can then go viral? That's what I've started thinking now. No, I was going to say like Justin Bieber and Jason Derulo. I think I like Jason Derulo. Culprits for that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen a lot of YouTube content actually about um, making viral, like making a song specifically for TikTok. Like YouTubers will try and make a song go viral on TikTok and they assess everything that makes a song go viral and then they'll like film the whole process of it and then they'll like make a dance move up and like track their progress throughout like their little experiment and then they put it on YouTube as like an experiment about TikTok which I think is really cool. I wonder if like brands will start like can you imagine if Coca-Cola just came out with a single for TikTok (laughs) like I can see that happening as part of like a... They've got a TV show now in in America like like yeah Pepsi no Pepsi Cherry Pepsi have like a TV show in some like game show now yeah oh my god I saw I you know how I saw that on TikTok I saw TikToks (laughs) about the TV show that's crazy that is weird I do think like I know we're definitely not experts in the music industry but I remember seeing uh I think it was a YouTube video or something about how artists are specifically being told to make their music shorter so that it has more of like a loop mentality and you can play it over and over and that definitely you know, accounts to all the TikToks as well. Like, do you remember? Go okay, a bit off topic, but old Old Town Road, the like country song that got really popular. That mm-hmm. song itself is only like one minute fifty. Like, it's a really, really short song. Uh, I think it got a bit longer when Billy Ray Cyrus, Cyrus joined it, but it's a really short song that just loops over and over. And I think that got really popular on social media as well, which is why it became so big. But it's kind of crazy how these artists are just being blown up by like they're not doing anything i would say doja cat has gotten huge yeah, from tiktok yeah. right yeah, 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 um sure. and that is crazy so good for them and 
it's kind of cool to see that it's not just the usual people we see on the radio um, being built up. It's like all of these different artists is really fun. So I think TikTok 100% is changing like the industry in that way. And just from social media managers, point of view, like the fact that we can jump on those trends and those songs that are doing so well, it just means that we could hopefully like tap into the different audiences, which is really fun. Um, but then I always see those songs on Instagram and I don't really care as much. Like I think I prefer it when I see it on TikTok because it's like part of the joke. But when someone uploads it as a reel, I'm less convinced. But I guess that's just part of the process now is that people post their TikToks also on Instagram. Um, I don't know what you guys think of that. Yeah, I think that's probably one of my predictions for the near future. And it's kind of bold as a social media manager to say, but I think repurposing content is getting really big. I know it's been drilled into our heads like you need to make individual posts for individual platforms, like make make the most of the platforms. You've got different audiences across, you know, however many you're using. But I think the thing we're seeing with like TikTok culture and also like Pinterest is kind of coming up from behind at the moment is that it is kind of good to repurpose that content and to post it across all your platforms because now that every platform is kind of piggybacking off one another and bringing out the same features, it's very easy for us to do and it kind of translates across all platforms. So yeah, I think, you know, taking your TikTok videos and posting them onto Instagram without the watermarks that Instagram promotes it. And then, you know, taking your Instagram content and posting it on Pinterest is a really great way to kind of boost your organic reach if you're not, you know, in the in the market for looking for advertising, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I know I personally don't mind if I see the same content on Instagram and Facebook. Like, it's never really bothered me. But you're completely right, Chloe. Like, as social media managers, our whole thought process is to make sure that all of our content is tailored to each platform and make sure it's different. Um, but since all of the platforms are trying to copy each other, uh, how important really is that now? I definitely think there are some aspects of different platforms that can be like altered to, to perform a little bit better on each platform. But yeah, I, I, I think that that's the perfect example with people posting TikToks on Instagram and vice versa. Um, you know, why would you create a whole different video for an Instagram reel if it's already done well on TikTok, you know, like, it's just no point. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, it's kind of like that work smarter, not harder mentality. Like I've found a really interesting kind of productivity hack recently when creating schedules and things is that you can repurpose this old content that maybe you made a few months ago, a few weeks ago, a few years ago, and then turn that, you know, static image or whatever it was into a reel. And instead of typing your caption, you're speaking to the camera and boom, you've got yourself like a brand new avenue of content. So I think we'll definitely be seeing more of that Maybe not as obvious as copying and pasting the entire thing across each platform, but, you know, changing the way it's presented in video format, you know, in static format, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, definitely. There's a bit of a side note, but do you guys think on Instagram, how often do you think people should be posting these days? When I say people, I say brands, because this changes a lot. And I, I don't know what is sort of preferred these days, but I have an idea in mind, but I would just love to know what you guys think brands should maybe be aiming for. Let's say weekly. How many, I'm talking just about Instagram. It's a bit rogue. I'm just, I've gone off the rails. I'm just really curious of what you guys um, 
think works because uh, there's no right answer. You know, we all know there is no right answer to this in social media. We're just trying to figure out what works and if there's any trends. But I think uh, an interesting prediction because people are so um, focused on authenticity now and, and really producing content that feels real. Um, I actually think that means people will post less because I would prefer to wait and then see a video that is really cool and that someone just made on their own and, and feels really engaging uh, versus a, a brand posting a video every single day that's really high production and just not as interesting. Um, I'm just interested to know what you guys think. I think it depends on what the content is. Like, as you said, if it's like going to be a really funny video, then, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing that a few times a week, but I'd rather that than every day having just like a hard sell, like push down us, you know, like, like if you see a brand posting about a promotion every single day or just really shoving it down your throat, then it's not very, you know, it's a, it depends what the content is. Hmm. I agree. I think definitely like, I would prefer to see these kind of like trust building posts more than like a salesy post. But I think in my opinion, I think consistency matters more than like how often you're posting. I think it also depends on your audience. If you know they're only probably active over the weekend, then posting Friday, Saturday, Sunday is enough. Like I don't think, I think Instagram, while it does have this crazy algorithm above all, it favors consistency. So if you can like continuously post three posts a week then that's cool like we don't need more than that so yeah it's interesting I would completely agree with Chloe there I think it's yeah all about consistency and the quality of the content that's actually like produced obviously authentic and um if it's just sort of by a mobile phone or something that's completely fine but I just I hate anything that just feels too forced or like maybe they've published something just to have something out there that isn't really that amazing but um but yeah mm, yeah I think that's really interesting guys I think yeah it, it's definitely um something to look at I think the ideal amount of posts for a, a brand it changes all the time and I think you're completely right consistency is really really important but I kind of think maybe there will be less posts these days. You know, I, I think I know just from a personal perspective, I don't post on Instagram nearly as much as I used to. Um, and I think it's because everyone's sort of conscious of what they're posting now and everyone's aware of whether it's fake or whether it's not. So, um, just taking a look into the type of content that's being shared. And then Chloe, I think you made a really good point about audiences as well. Like, it's not a bad thing to to only post Friday to Monday or something like that. You know, like if you can figure out what works for your audience, then do it. You know, maybe the moral of the story is, you know, don't, there is no formula for anyone, you know, just to see what works for you. Um, was a bit of a side note that I thought was quite interesting <laughs> to, to hear from you guys. Um, Jordan, do you have any thoughts or predictions on, on anything that might come up or we might see on social media this year? Yeah. So I was actually looking at Facebook um, and I was just sort of thinking about how with shops reopening and stuff after having, let's say, a year in lockdown, but over a year, I don't know. Um, everyone's just gotten used to buying online and just deliveries at the door every day for me, literally every day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've just gotten used to shopping online and with the shops reopening, I personally didn't really, I haven't rushed to the shops. I don't think I will, to be fair. And I think with, um, sort of platforms like Facebook, Obviously, you can buy online and now I've seen um, there's obviously Facebook Marketplace and everything like that. I just think that that's 
potentially the way forward. I think there might be more of a focus on that going forward. I don't know if you guys have used Facebook Marketplace before, um, but I think it is really effective. Um, I swear by Facebook Marketplace. I think like half, when I moved here, like most of my furniture comes from, has come from Facebook Marketplace secondhand. I think not enough people are on it. I, I like find it fascinating how many people I've suggested it to and they've never heard of it. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> missing out (laughs) i think the thing with facebook marketplace or at least i found it's kind of the equivalent to ebay right i think with facebook there are so many you you get eyes from so many people you also get a lot of crazy people from what i've heard uh i think whenever you put up a listing you get so many people who are interested, which is great because you obviously want to sell whatever you're trying to sell. Uh, but it also means you have to filter through the people who are actually interested and who aren't. And I think whereas on eBay, it's like you make an offer and then if you retract that offer, you know, there's a, there's all this kind of stuff. So I think that's the only thing with Facebook Marketplace that scares me. And I've tried to buy stuff on Facebook Marketplace. It's like, sorry, it's gone now. It's like, you posted this an hour ago. Like, come on. Um, so that's what I struggle with. But I think it's really cool that that, completely right Jordan like I don't think people are like people are so used to shopping online and the idea that now you could shop on Facebook like you go on Facebook marketplace to shop is kind of crazy and then there are obviously all the features for actually creating a shop on a Facebook page so you know Facebook shops Instagram shops like I think you're completely right a future prediction would be that if you want to buy something you go on Instagram, click on a product and buy it. You know, you don't even leave the platform. And I think that's what Instagram would love. Uh, same with Facebook, because you can set up the Facebook shops. But it's really weird to think like, yeah, I'm going to go shopping on Facebook. <laughs> like, I'm just going to go yeah. buy something. I'm going to go on Facebook now and look for it, which is kind of crazy. And I don't know if you guys do that already. Like, do you look for, to be honest, I, I probably do that when I'm looking for a certain pair of jeans. Like, I might look on specific brands' Instagrams and see if I can find that pair of jeans and then buy it from there versus looking on the website. Yeah, I found myself when Facebook shops first, or not Facebook, Instagram shops first came out, I was very angry because it, you know how they replaced it with your upload button? They put the shops button there and everyone was like, oh my God, Instagram, please stop trying to sell us things. But I found myself creeping on there more and more, just having a cheeky search. Like I think the search engine optimization on there is really good. Like, and you already, it goes off who you're following and then it goes through like other brands. And I, I find it a little bit easier to use in Google because Google, maybe you have to search the website and then go onto the website and then search the product. Whereas on Instagram, you could just search like jeans and then it would show you like everything. So yeah, I think it's, it's growing on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I must admit, I've never really used the the specific Instagram shops like feature because I'm, till, I'm still too scared of it. But <laughs> you're so right. I think, you know, in the past, Instagram have added new features and then just kind of taken them away because no one was really interested. But this <laughs> one is still here and it's been here for a while. And I think it will only grow, which is quite interesting. Ellie, have you ever like use any of the Instagram shops features or would you think of going to buy something through Instagram first? I wouldn't only because I I like apps like Depop and, you know, uh, things like that more for that. But I do think that in, in China, I believe there's a TikTok equivalent 
where it's basically the same as TikTok, but you can shop off TikTok. So if there's a girl like dancing and she's wearing a top, you can like click a button and it will tell you like the top that she's wearing. And that is like gone viral over there. People love that. And I think I would probably use that because I love it when you see like an influencer or someone on TikTok and they're wearing something really lovely and you're like, oh, you know, you don't know where they it's have, from. That'd be so easy. They have that here now, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, because I've been reached out to by the people who do it, like to use it. But um, I cannot for the life of me remember what it's called. But I know, like, I've seen ads for it as well on TikTok uh, by influencers who are promoting it. Uh-huh. So I'll, I'll find it for you. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I mean, Ellie, you mentioned there like Depop. Do you think Instagram f- could become kind of like a Depop? Like if they have the Instagram shop feature for normal people and they like list their items and sell it, do you think that could potentially be a thing? Yeah, I think I'd be a lot more likely to use it for that. I just like buying secondhand. So if they did have it for like, like you said, normal people, I think that would be a lot rather than just brands. You know, I think that would be very attractive to consumers. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. And I definitely think that's definitely maybe a a really far in the future prediction, but I think it's the way things are going. You know, these platforms are so, um, they've evolved so much now that I think you will just be able to go on any of them and and buy wherever you want and sell wherever you want. I mean, that's basically what Facebook Marketplace does. So if there's that equivalent on Instagram, then I don't see why that couldn't eventually happen. But this obviously is all just speculation you know we we don't we can't predict the future unfortunately but I think it's really interesting to just get all of your thoughts and and see where we think things are going and at the end of the day um who knows what app will come around soon it's very possible there'll be a new app that will take over everything but I think it's just interesting to look at some of the features that are on these apps and just the trends that we've spotted Great. Well, I think that's all we've got time for today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. You can also connect with us on all major social channels and let us know what you thought about today's episode. And if you have any other predictions uh, for social media in 2021 or beyond, we've been Gerard Social Media. You've been amazing. We'll see you next time.